Welcome to the KGFL Fantasy Football Podcast. It's me, Brett Steele, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Jonathan Detroit Haynes. How's it going, man? Yo, 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 what's up? Finally lost. <laughs> oh, now you see why I'm so happy. And joining us live from Lambeau, Mr. Phil Bruxy. Phil, what's going on, man? What's up, guys? Yeah, the Packers are on a buy this week, so they let me bar the field for the show. Impressive. <laughs> all right, all right. Wait, wait, wait. Why are none of us wearing hats this week? I don't What's know. I don't know. I don't like it. I have my yeah, ray back is. here for, view, oh, nice, for the viewing nice. public. Hopefully, there's not too much of a glare. We're recording a little bit earlier, so I'm dealing with uh, the sun here coming in, but uh, Phil's all the way outside, so he's obviously, he's obviously dealing with the elements. Um, <laughs> Above me, blocking the sun. So. <laughs> Looking at the, at the at the NFL games starting out uh, Thursday night, we had the Jets and the Broncos, and what ended up being a much more entertaining game than what I think anybody originally thought. I mean, yeah. was it entertaining though? I mean, awesome. It was, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was high scoring, but I I just thought it was bad football. Terrible football, terrible football. Uh, Greg Williams continues to uh, do what he does in dirty plays and undisciplined defenses. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's insane that he's still around now. I guess because his defenses can perform, but they're not this year. So. We are in week four of not firing Adam Gase, and I don't think he's being fired this week either. So, I don't know. This is crazy. Bad. I mean, he's got to go. Yeah. Um, they are holding Sam Darnold out of the upcoming year or upcoming week uh, because of the shoulder. I was surprised they didn't get a flag slinging him to the ground like that. It might be a little soft. I don't know. But I thought in today's NFL, slinging the quarterback to the ground like that would result in a penalty. But that's W-A-F-T. Not me. I just thought it would. <laughs> uh, Bengals and Jags. Joe Burrow gets his first win. Um, so yeah. that, that was nice to see. That was a, that was a fun game. Um, Joe Mixon finally goes off for fantasy owners with three touchdowns. So that's kind of what everybody's been waiting on. So nice to finally see that. Um, nothing really big on the Jack side. The offense looked better. DJ, DJ Chark was back. So I don't know. Anything from this game? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving Nobody right cares. along. <laughs> Moving right along. The Cowboys and Browns. Woo. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Uh, Man. An interesting part, of course, they give up 49 to the Browns. They almost come back with a 24-point fourth quarter, but um, but the Browns are able to not Falcon and hold them off with an impressive play from impressive run play from Odell. But the Cowboys are awful in defending. Is there anything more aggravating when your team can score a lot of points, but they can't stop anybody? Problem is, I mean, you're never out. You're never out of the woods in any game. Yeah, but you're not gonna you're not gonna go anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying the problem is you're never not never, yeah. not saying you're yeah. never out of a game. You're never out of the woods. You never play. Oh, okay. he, he said you could be up thirty like thirty five twenty one. You could still yeah. be in the game. Okay. But I mean, how about the Cowboys are a crazy ridiculous one side kick away from being zero and four. That's the point. <laughs> one stupid Falcon play away, and they're zero and four, and everybody's losing their minds. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, everybody's kind of losing anyway, but that division's trash, so they're always going to be in it. Um, oh, yeah, they, they can still win it. 
And here's another yeah, thing. That's the craziest thing about it. That yeah. division is garbage. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. I mean, even more so than normal. Like, they're not even beating each other. I mean, yeah. they're not even beating each other up. Um, the, the interesting thing, Dak's uh, contract negotiations, he's getting the old Matt Ryan treatment with inflated numbers because you're always battling. Back, come yeah. back. So your numbers look really good, and that's going to inflate those contract talks. So we'll see what happens with that. He's giving Dak a lot of leverage right now because he's having to, you know, play his play outside of his mind just to, you know, stay within these games. 500 yards. First quarterback, I think, ever with four straight games of over 450. I believe that's right. That's so crazy. His, his pace, if you look at his pace, it's insane. Wow. <laughs> it's insane for, for what – for what it would result into a season. I think no quarterback's ever thrown for 5,500 yards. He's on pace for over 7,000. It will last. Those mega powers, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get it uh, Next game I have showing here, Lions and Saints, man. Lions and Saints. Detroit, I was on your team this week. Terrible. This franchise is a joke. It's always been a joke since 1957. We have one playoff win. I know I throw the stat out there all the time. One playoff win since the Super Bowl started. It's garbage. How does how Matt Patricia still have a job is what I want to know. What is it, six straight games or something that they've had double-digit leads that they've lost? It's, it's, which is an NFL record. They said on top of breaking the record the week before. Yeah. So, it's garbage. And he's supposed to be a defensive guru. I mean. It's insane. Not it's to tie everything terrible. back to me, but it's insane how the Falcons and Lions are in such similar situation. Yeah. Defensive-minded head coaches with trash defenses. At least you guys got an upset win over the Cardinals. But, yeah, um, they, they, they started off, off really well. Um, Drew Brees is still just muddling along. Uh, yeah. We'll see what he gets when he gets Michael Thomas. Because he, yeah. he threw the ball deeper uh, more – he threw the ball deep more often this week, I think, than he has in, in the past. But – it's still, I mean, it's still nothing impressive. Emmanuel Sanders got involved more, five for ninety-three, but um, yeah, I don't believe in the Saints. I'm just gonna say it. Mm, no. As if I needed like to yeah. take a stand. Of course, I don't believe in the yeah. Saints. I think you've convinced me, honestly. I don't think they're that good of a team. I don't know after watching them so far this season. They're better with Jameson there. I know that. Most people sound think it sounds stupid, but I think you can I mean, almost think that they're a, a good situation for literally situational QB. This sounds insane, but if you're down, you need to get Jameis in there and take Breeze out. If you're up, get, keep Breeze and get Breeze in there, keep him in there, and have him manage that game for the win because he won't make those mental mistakes that Jameis makes, but he also won't sling it like Jameis will, which is what you might need to come back. That's a good idea. Yeah. Sean Payton's offensive wizard. Stop running Taysom Hill all over the place. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I don't uh, like when they do that. It's just, I think the it's league a waste, is, waste of a league play. Is, yeah, the league's caught on to that. It's figured it out. That's that's yeah. the, that's the thing with uh, mobile quarterbacks. That's the worry with Lamar Jackson. Not saying Lamar Jackson is obviously Taysom. I mean, different realms. But I'm saying that's the worry that the defense right. will figure it out, and we know that they can figure out Taysom Hill. Uh, all right, next up. Seahawks and Dolphins, nothing really of note there. Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. Continues to play really well. Um, Chris Carson. Man, I don't know about thread. It comes in with a – was it ankle? Yeah. yeah, the roll. The roll play, yeah. The, the ankle roll. And then he gets a concussion. <laughs> for a concussion. And yeah, and he came back. He still. came back in. They said, oh, he, had a, he got his, the wind knocked out of him. Out of his brain. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he did. It's he did not, play well. It's not looking good for the Elfview River Rats running back situation. Remember know. our bet? And, I, and we didn't do it. I backed out because I'm a wuss. Which one? At one point, we were going to bet. Um, this is when I thought you had Ronald Jones and not Aaron Jones. Uh, oh, we were yeah. going to bet on total uh, running back points for the year. Yeah. I, I need to look Eesh. it up and see where we're at right now because Carson's still going strong, so you might still have yeah. it. Um, and Chubb was doing great before he got hurt, and that hasn't, you know, he hasn't had to play without him yet. So yeah, some um, idiot traded away Aaron Jones. So, you know, oh wait, that's me. <laughs> yeah, he traded him to me, I think. Yeah. Anyways, well. next game. <laughs> uh, Ravens and Washington. Ugh. We end this game with this will be the last time we see Dwayne Haskins start, at least for the uh, Washington football team. I believe. Man, they've already didn't I just read it or something that he's. Not even – he's third string or something third like string. that? How does that happen? Who's – oh, Alex Smith. That's how that happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't Alex know. Smith's never going to play. I don't, I don't see him playing again. I, mean, I don't want to see him play, but I do think he might. Yeah, I don't want to see him. Kyle I don't Allen's think he can not walk. Kyle Allen was terrible. I don't think he can walk, though. The first time he gets know. hit low, it's going to be a, like the hold your breath. Yeah, up. wasn't it life-threatening when he got hurt? Yeah. Like, he almost lost his leg. Life-threatening from – I know he almost lost – life-threatening from the disease from – or the infection from it. Disease. Yeah. The, the, the infection from it. Um, Did you guys see the pictures of that, by the way? Yeah, I didn't look at it. I'm not good with that stuff. Oh, <laughs> they had to cut, like, his flesh away, and you could see his bone. Like, it was yeah, out it was in the open. Disgusting. Yeah, um, yeah that, that's brutal. The – Washington, it just they're just ruining another quarterback. I don't I have no clue if Dwayne Haskins is good or not. I know he's obviously not some revolutionary talent, but I mean this ain't a fair this isn't a fair shake. I mean five four games into a brand new head coach, his third offensive play caller, I believe. Yeah, because you have Gruden who gets fired, Andrew, and then Rivera. So yeah, that's his third. Um I don't know. McLaurin looks good. He continues to I don't understand how he gets the ball when he's all their offense. And yeah. Antonio Gibson starts to look a little bit better this week, so we'll see. Uh, Panthers beat the Cardinals. Are the Cardinals frauds? Looks like they might be. Yeah, it's looking that way. I thought they would be a lot better, and I don't understand how the Pack or the Panthers are two and two without McCaffrey. He yeah, Bridgewater's been playing pretty good. Yeah, he had a good week. Uh, yeah, the Cardinals are shocked to me because I thought they'd be challenging for a playoff spot. Yes, it's only four games, but. After the first two weeks, I was like, all right, they look all right. Then you lose to the Lions and the Panthers? That's the thing. They're not yeah. quality losses. No. Yeah. And you got to still think. They got two with the Rams, two with the Seahawks, and one more with the Niners. Yeah. Now, but this – we can talk about this. This NFC West schedule is crap outside of the division. Yeah. Was, NFC East and NFC East. I was looking at the Niners schedule. <clears throat> I'd probably get a lot of flat. That's what I said when we were doing the pick. Yeah, their schedule. What in their the world? schedule is? Yeah, this week don't they have like the Dolphins? Yeah. So who is they having the Jets? Well, they get the Giants. The so Jets. The harder. Giants. Um, if we're if we're looking at it here, they've gone Cardinals, which was a loss. Jets, Giants, Eagles, which was a loss. Now they get Miami. Then coming up, they have the Rams at New England, at Seattle, Green Bay at home, at New Orleans, at the Rams again. Okay, so it gets better. It, gets, so it picks have... up, but that's why when we did our yeah. prediction show, that's why I had at twelve and four. Because not because I mean I think they'll regress, but the schedule is what in the world. Yeah, those first five games are just wow. Yeah. So, um, sorry, John. 
Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so next up, Vikings and Texans. Uh, the Vikings get their first win. They move to one and three. And this is the last game. Bill O'Brien. He's gone. He's gone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, He's heading to, heading to Detroit next. Oh, gosh. Not Atlanta. Don't say it. That would be typical Lions. That, uh, that's what scares me. When, when Phil mentioned that earlier when we were talking, next head coach of the Lions or the Falcons, it's not it, – it's scary because it's plausible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to see them go with someone, like, totally brand new, not off of, like, Belichick's coaching tree. Or, like, the custodian that cleaned Sean yeah. McVay's office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's get some young guy. What about like the Dabo Sweeney? Sure. I don't think Dabo will go there, but I've heard it rumored. <laughs> what? I don't think he's, yeah. I don't think he's leaving Clemson. Honestly. Yeah, I don't. Think I would so. never. I would never leave. Um, somebody, I, I think I shared it. It's pretty interesting. Somebody said, "Imagine if you told Bill O'Brien." At the start of the second, or in the second quarter of the I saw that, uh, yeah. game against the Chiefs, when he's up twenty-four nothing, right? That was what yeah. that was. You're up twenty-four nothing, and you tell him you're never going to win another game as a Texans head coach. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. It's insane to think well, about, but it ends up being true. Um, all right, that's the uh, that's the Thursday and early uh, early game slate. Um, starting off with the afternoon, we have the Rams and Giants in a very low scoring game, seventeen to nine. Um, Giants, maybe a sneaky good defense. Yeah, the Rams had hardly any offense in that game. I watched a lot of it. But Jared Goff, that yeah. Jared Goff is probably – I don't know if I can think of anyone else. Maybe Lamar Jackson now after that shaky game he had with the Chiefs that has a higher gap of ceiling to floor. Yeah. Jared Goff is, is up there too. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a weird game I watched. When it goes bad for him, it goes bad. Yep. He looks shook. He looked, it just looks terrible. Um, if not for a Cooper Cup run away touchdown, he, he would not be anywhere near even the 200 yards that he had. Mm-hmm. I don't see the Giants. It's going to be tough. They might go 1-15. Imagine if somebody would have predicted that. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's funny. That'd be crazy. Somebody did say that. But... Oh, oh well. did they? I don't know. I don't think I mean, so. What do we have? I have been, what, 5 and 11? Something like that? 6 and 10? Uh, I, I don't even remember. But Barkley, I mean, one small caveat that they lost their superstar running back for the year. I mean, I said that before he got hurt, though. So. True. Um, Colts and Bears. Kind of, <laughs> this was the ugliest game of the whole week. Yeah, I don't even care about this game. This game was terrible. game was awful. Awful. Um, the Bills and the Raiders, 30 to 23. Yeah, what's going on with the Raiders? Two in a row. Man, the Raiders were driving and driving all game long. I don't know. That's the only thing that's worrying me in Buffalo is that defense doesn't look like it's locked down like it was. But then they just couldn't punch it in. I think it was. Oh. They're most likely going two and three because they got the Chiefs this week. Yeah. Um, talking, with, talking with Matt, big Raiders fan, uh, had them start two and zero, which they did. And then uh, they have a rough stretch. If you look at their stretch, um, their stretch is not easy either. Coming up, da, 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 they go. Um, this is great radio. It is great radio, isn't it? <laughs> I have the wrong one. Okay, so they went at New England. They went at Buffalo. Now they go at Kansas City. Then they have Tampa Bay at home, at Cleveland, at Chargers, Denver, and then Kansas City. So it's a rough stretch. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, Carr is playing well. Um, I know we predicted him on our show top 16 or not, I believe. He's yeah. right at number 16, fancy ranking right now. Nice. So he, he does some weird things in the pocket. He's got to learn. He's got to have a little bit better pocket presence. Um, but as far as efficiency and driving the ball, um, here, let me show you, show you this stat. I got a stat for you. Da, 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 good radio. <laughs> All right, quarterbacks. Quarterback one, 11 touchdowns, 1,100 yards, 150 attempts, 7.56 yards per average. Quarterback number two, eight touchdowns, 1,000 passing yards, 144 attempts, 7.59. Neither of them have interceptions. That is Carr and Patrick Mahomes. Wow. So Derek Carr is as good as Patrick Mahomes is what you're saying. Uh, I think he's better, according to (laughs) Basically. Um, No, I mean, he is playing well. Um, All right. Eagles and Niners. This was an ugly game, too. Um, Nick Mullins looked terrible. Yeah, he was terrible. That pick was the worst one I've seen so far this year. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Right to him. He never sees never sees him. Um, and then some stuff happened on Monday night. I'm not sure what. Uh, do you think real quick on Monday night, Patriots and uh, Patriots and Chiefs? If Cam starts, do you think Patriots win that game? Uh, who knows? Um, I know people like to say that. But, the, you know, the game plans turn out to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. They might play defense a little bit different. I still think Chiefs are the better team. Yeah. The score looks a lot – but this game is a lot closer than the score looks. But it's one of those games where you're watching it and the score might be close, but you're like, it's not happening. Or you're yeah. awful. Um, so we might see Stidham um, this upcoming week. Um, Kansas City's game plan was a little vanilla. It was. I agree. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how though, but they they keep surprising me somehow. The Chiefs do. Like I didn't expect them to be as good, but it seems like they're they're always like in control of their game. I feel like like they're never yeah. gonna lose. It seems like I, th- I think someone shared. I think it might have been her commissioner that they only have like two teams on their ring schedule that have a winning record right now. Mm-hmm. So they could go undefeated. Yeah, it's possible. Um, I don't know because they the Charger game sticks out. They had a yeah. time there. I mean, you're going to have tough games along the way. Uh, Falcons and Packers, the only thing I could say about this game, this was a 2006 offense versus a 2020 offense in every way. If I see Gurley run into the pack of linemen right at the middle in high form one more time, I'm going to lose it. I don't get it. <laughs> How's that top 15 running back thing looking? Uh, he's, he's at 21. He keeps he praying it down. He had two touchdowns. Yeah. He looks like he look, doesn't look great, but he had two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. He's just not the same running back. No, they're not using him yeah. right. They gotta get him. In the oh, they're not using him in the passing game at all. <laughs> he's not, okay. He's not. He's not. He's not what he was a few years. No, he's not what he not. was. None of us are what we were. <laughs> <laughs> we were no, he's not what he players, was. So. But that wasn't the point. He's still a quad, what he was was top five running back. Um, <laughs> but ninety-eight percent of his um, of his snaps that he's received the ball have been has been run plays. He's not getting any work in the – Okay, is this going to turn into the weekly Todd Gurley show? No, like, you <laughs> asked the question. Um, oh. Falcons' defense is terrible, uh, but it was practice squad player, guys. I mean, our defense is really banged up, just like a lot of teams around the league. Their they're, they're teams are really hurt. Um, of course, Excuses. So the Packers – no, it's not an excuse, but the Packers didn't have Adams or Lazard either, so whatever. Um, Rodgers looks good, of course. Four touchdowns, looks great. 27 yards. Rodgers looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rodgers is 
I hate saying it because he's probably my most hated NFL player. He's playing MVP caliber right now. Yeah. We have this is a little bit of a teaser. We have a topic because we're already running over a little bit on this section, but we have a topic for a, a future show that I want to go over involving Rogers okay. expectations. So put a pin in that. Um, all right, that's our rundown of the of the games. Um, oh, Detroit, our, our grievance that we had. We need to air it yes. out. Go ahead. Well, uh, the grievance that I have, and I think this is what you're talking about, is why does the offensive player why is he allowed to stiff arm and just basically grab onto the face mask and oh, never get called for it. Yeah. I mean, basically they're taking – if you ever – if you watch close, it's like they're throwing a punch to someone's head, and then the defensive player's head snaps back. I'm surprised it hasn't been outlawed yet. Yeah. But it's, it's aggravating me for years that they, yep. they can hold onto the face mask and never get called for it. Yeah, I mean, I understand the holding onto it, but I kind of disagree with the stiff arm. I mean – the guy's carrying a ball, so he's kind of defenseless, so he's got to protect himself from getting hit somehow. I think yeah, but, it, but if, he, if you're a defensive player comes in and just barely taps the quarterback in the head, they're throwing 15-yard penalties. And yet you, because can, the, you the can take a blow to a defensive player coming at you. You just – But the, the defensive player is coming at the offensive player, though. I mean, the quarterback doesn't know what's coming at his head. Well, I, I just and, don't like uh, it. But I like that you're arguing against it. Ah, it's a good segment. Be, it should yeah. be a penalty to stiff arm an opposing player in the head at all. Yeah. You should have a stiff arm in the chest, stiff arm in the shoulder, whatever. If That's you a... hit their head with your stiff arm, you know, if it looks, you know, just like you would anything else, if they lower their head, that's something else. But if you stiff arm them in the head, it should be a penalty. Right. That's a poll question. Poll yeah, question. I like it. Twitter. Yeah, I think it. it should be. Nobody's going to agree. Most people aren't going to agree with me because this, me and Detroit differ too on this. It was called twice. Um, I saw it in the UCF game I was watching on Saturday, and I think the Raiders had it called against them on Sunday. Running back, lowering the head to hit somebody, to truck somebody over. It should be a flag. Yeah. I mean, it, I can... Not because I think whatever, but I think it should be, the, it should be fair. If you're doing it to defend the players – and right. player safety, I, a defender's body or head or whatever should matter just as much as an offensive player's. Yeah, I, I mean, I understand. I get it. But then the part that I don't like is, like, when a receiver catches a ball, his first reaction is to duck his head, and then the defender's already in motion to tackle the player, and then they'll end up hitting the guy in the head and flag on defense Yeah, because the offensive player ducked his head. Yeah, but I did see it called for the right. first time, the running back doing it, lowering the head for a boom and getting it called. Oh, that's good. That's I think they're expecting to get hit, like, high, though, when they make the catch. I think that's why they go down. But most of the time they get hit low and they go helmet to helmet when they do that. Yeah. So. But I just want equal justice, man. Yeah. The defensive I think I, they're always going to give the offensive player the benefit of the yes. doubt since yeah. they're not expecting the hit, you know. Right. All right, all right. So that, that'll be a nice discussion point. Um. Troy, do you have power rankings for us before we get into the KDFL part? I do. And I, um, last week, I believe I did the power rankings of top five teams in the NFL currently. This, I want to do something a little bit different since this was kind of a fantasy podcast. And there, I have a little catch to it, too. Right. I want you to rank your top five players, your favorite players in the NFL that, one, is not on your favorite NFL team. All right. And you can only have two that is currently on your KDFL team. Because what you're going to end up doing if I don't make that in there, you're just going to name everybody off your 
fantasy yeah. team. So I'll give you guys a few minutes. I know it's my segment, but I'll go ahead and start. That gives yeah, you guys a little bit of way to, yeah, let me get to think about it. So the first player number five that I had for me, and I hate saying this because he's on our evil commissioner's favorite NFL team, and that's George Kittle. The guy is a beast. He he will. He so is gives this number more. five or number one? I'm sorry. This is number five. Okay. This is number five for me. He he gives more damage to players coming in to tackle him a lot of times. He's just a beast. I would love if he was in Detroit Lions. Number four for me, and I think the reason why this is guy I'm picking here is because I got a lot of flack for drafting him enough in our. Oh league. man, this is a hard string pick. DK Metcalf. Yeah. He is uh, – everyone kind of laughed at me for taking him so high or whatever, but he's played really well. I like it. Number three, I have DK Metcalf's teammate, which is probably making my commissioner really mad, and that's Russell Wilson. I just love the way that guy plays. He chucks the ball all over the place. I know they get lucky on everything they do because of the Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> but I just love – I just love the way he plays. Uh, number two for me is part of the KDFL Buffalo Bills, and that's Josh Allen. A big fan of him. Love the way he plays. And number one for me is also KDFL guy that I drafted, and that's Lamar Jackson. I love Lamar. So that would be my power five. Okay. All right. Phil, do you have yours? I have three so far. Do you, I have do you three. Want to go? Okay. <laughs> That's all right. Just take a little time there. Um, let's see. Let's. I see. just kind of threw this on to you guys. No, I like because what I want from this, what I want from this uh, segment is um, off the top of your head, and then yeah. and then you, you you mess up. Uh, da, 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 da. I need one more for number five, and then I'm gonna be good to go. <laughs> I didn't take any defensive players. I was looking hard for a defensive player, but I, I think my it. favorite. My favorite defensive players on my fantasy team, but I already have two from my fantasy team, so I don't have to pass on. Who's the one you didn't have? <laughs> What's that? Who's the defensive player you're talking about? Levante David. Oh. Yeah. He's been I my like favorite him. for a while, I think. He's really good. Okay. All righty. Do you have your five yet? No, you. You can go. <laughs> um, okay, I can do it. All right, number five, I will go – number five, I will go Josh Jacobs, running back for the Raiders. I like oh, how he yes. plays. I like how aggressively he runs. And I, You just uh, want to make Matt happy. That too. Uh, <laughs> 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 I want to get him off my back. I'll make him happy. Uh, Josh Jacobs at number five. Number four, I have Dak Prescott, mega power quarterback. Um, you do get a, a, a uh, you know, love for these uh, – the players that you have on your dynasty teams. Uh, number three, Christian McCaffrey, running back Panthers. Number two – I think in Detroit, uh, both have at number two, Josh Allen. And uh, number one, my favorite player, not on my team, Mr. Deshaun Watson, now free quarterback of the Houston Texans. That's my favorite player. To watch. You know, it's funny. I had all this time, and I forgot all about Christian McCaffrey. That's the funnest part about this, because we're going to forget about people each week, and that's oh. why this segment is awesome. <laughs> all right. All right, well, let's see. I think I can throw five together. All right. Feel free to start any <laughs> I think my number five, I'm going to go A.J. Green. I've always liked him for some reason. Okay. He used to be on my team, but I traded him to Germ. Um, I don't know. He always gets hurt, but I, don't know. I still like him. 
Uh, number four, I have Christian McCaffrey as well. I mean, I get him out like the guy. He's just amazing. Uh, my next two guys, actually, I'm going to go Josh Allen, number three. I really like Josh Allen. I didn't, well, I didn't expect to. I didn't expect to like him at first, but now I like him for some reason. Maybe because he's good. I don't know. <laughs> and my, my top two guys on my team, I had to do it. I have Derrick Henry at number two and Phillip Rivers at number one. Phillip Rivers? Rivers? Wow. I like it, Phillip Rivers. Stafford was right there on the edge of my list. Yeah. If I had to do number six, I'd probably been Stafford. Um, yeah, I've always been right. a Phillip Rivers fan for some reason. Right. All right. Anything else before we uh, run into week uh, week four? No. Well, what would you think? Was that good? That was a good Our one. Ranking? Okay. Yeah, was I good. like it. I like it. I want to just keep mixing it up each week and, uh, yeah. Sounds good. All right, favorite, so week four, bars next week. All right, we can do that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Week four, uh, we start in Dogtown, where the Dogtown Dobermans host the Cross Vegas Gamblers. Dalvin Cook continues his impressive season with 29. Odell Beckham pours in three touchdowns against them Cowboys for 38. But CeeDee Lamb has his big breakout game, 28 points, and the Cross Vegas Gamblers win 262 to 216. Next, we have my beloved Montrose Mega Powers going to Hurricane to take on the Wampus Cats. Dak Prescott, as we mentioned earlier, goes for over 500 yards and 40 points. Kyler Murray leads the scoring for the Wampus Cats with 26. And Deshaun Watson and Mark Andrews with his two touchdowns give the Mega Powers enough for the win, 230 to 190. Next up, we have the Polka Pharmacist going on the road to take on the two-and-one Charleston Methadones. The Tom Brady five-touchdown game gets him 36 points. Derek Carr looking solid for the Methadones, leads his team with 23. But the running back or the wide receiver duo of Mike Evans and Allen Robinson combining for 48 puts the pharmacist over the Methadones in an upset 270 to 227. Next, we go to the Kanawha County Kings, taking on the commission's Glasgow Gunslingers. Melvin Gordon scores 26 for the Kings. Joe Mixon has finally arrived for the Gunslingers as he scores 42. And then on Sunday Night Football, Mr. Kittle, with 40 points, puts the Gunslingers over the Kings with a whopping 307. I can't believe a team has scored over 300 points. We have to simply mention it. And the Kings only scored 219. So the Gunslingers win big. Next, we have the 0-3 Roxanne Renegades taking on the Nightdale Dragons. Uh, Will Fuller, welcome back. He scores 23 for the Dragons. Mike Davis, in his uh, now lead-back role, scores 22 for the Renegades. And Aaron Jones continues to impress, scoring 22 for the Dragons as the Dragons win 2-11 to 187. Finally, in our game of the week, we have the Marmette. Midnight Riders traveling to the 3-0 Elkby River Rats. DJ Chark gets the Riders started off well, scoring 30 points. Aaron Rodgers destroys the Falcons' defense, scoring 34 for the River Rats. But Darius Smith, is that how you say his first name? Darius Smith, whatever, uh, scores 23 for the Midnight Riders from his defensive side. And the Marmette Midnight Riders give the Elkby River Rats their first loss as they win their game of the week, 222-207. to 207. 
And that, I believe, is the second week in a row. Correct me if I'm wrong, Detroit, but that's the second week in a row where the loser of the game of the week has also been the team eliminated from the KDFL Eliminator. Yeah, I wasn't sure, like, if uh, the Wampus Cats had been already eliminated or whatever. They were last week's game of the week, and they Dang were it. eliminated. Dang it. Well, that's it oh well. for week four. Your team is not good. I mean, let's be honest here. They're not yeah. good. I, I can't get mad this at this what happened this week because my team just they didn't play well, but he had injuries. He lost Eckler. I lost Chubb. My team just didn't perform. So I lost the you know Juju with the Steelers and two Tennessee Titans on defense. But it is what it is. We're on to next week. Let's go. I'm over you, it. I'm done think, talking about it. I think you really needed uh, more from Lamar Jackson in that favorable matchup. Only get I me mean, 26 a good number. But you're wanting 35 plus when he's facing a team like Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, what's our What's our record on our picks? Considering that you two picked against the Montrose Mega Powers, trying to send me to to. Um... Yeah, but I th- I'm pretty sure after going back over this because we had some different picks on a lot of these games. Yeah. I have us all at three and three last week. Uh, I think that's right for me. Okay. So. Phil's overall record is eighteen and six, while me and you, Brett, are at seventeen and seven. Okay. So, uh, Mike, the, the Marmot Midnight Riders at three and one. I don't know if you saw the stat, but it's the last time they were three and one was two thousand three. I did not see this coming. Did you hear me? Two thousand three. What? The <laughs> three didn't hear my joke. I heard it. I just chose to ignore it. Look it up. It's a fact. Oh. <laughs> Boy, he was like 12 years old in 2003. I know. It's been a while. It's been a while. All right, any other reactions? Uh, Phil, sadly, picking against himself in an embarrassing display of courage. Um, hey, he did, you know, I, I went a, back and listened to week, it. Though. Yeah, he did say in the last week's podcast that it was going to be closer than what we thought. So he was right about that. I did say that Phil was going to win by 50. They didn't win by 50. So. <laughs> All right. But a win's a win. Win is a win. I'll take it. All right, so we're moving on to week five. Let me get my right order up here. Uh, All right, first game. Yeah, I got it. One and three, Kanawha County Kings take on the now two and two Montrose Mega Powers. Troy, take it away. I'm I'm actually going to need you to have to start with Phil. (laughs) Phil, take it away. You there? Oh, man. Can you hear us still, Detroit? Yeah, I can hear you. Somebody, take your breath, somebody take it away. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mega powers and kings, huh? Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, the mega powers are favored in 16 out of 20 positions across the board. Um, Reeves does have a good matchup this week, though, for the King for the Kings against the Chargers for 27th in fantasy against quarterbacks. Um, Cousins has a good matchup too versus Seattle, but it's Kirk Cousins, so that's probably not going to work out, anyways. Um, most of the Kings team has a good matchup though this week, but a lot of his players just seem to be underperforming so far this season. Um, and for some reason, I didn't do a lot of research on the Mega Powers, but I still have the Mega Powers winning this week. So, Detroit, <laughs> good. Thank you, Phil. For yeah, I've uh, I've been talking about. <laughs> Oh, gosh, stop. 
Yeah, I, I've been talking about how the Kings are just going to struggle to score points all year. Uh, that's going to continue at least till he gets McCaffrey back. Uh, I do think Jones is going to have a big game against the Bears. But in the end, I think the Mega Powers are too strong. So I'm going Mega Powers all the way. Yep, I too am going Mega Powers. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Um, oh. I, I too, I too am going Mega Powers, okay. of course. Um, just a lot of just, I mean, he's just like we've said, he has a lot of his team struggling. Um, I don't like having two uh, Colts against the, uh, the Bears. D. I think they'll get stronger as the year goes on. Um, he does have Michael Gallup, and Michael Gallup should have a rebound game, but then I'll have some of that with Dak. And Calvin Ridley's not going to have zero catches this week. So I have the Mega Powers getting the victory. Moving to three and two in the win and in the positive in the win column. All okay, right. There's like a there's like a three second delay with Detroit for some reason. I know there is. I know there what's is. going on. More yeah, than a normal I'm, delay that I'm makes it just that. a process thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's just slow. That's all. <laughs> Um, is, it, is it slow right now? Yeah, you're good. I mean, I, I, we don't know when you said that, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, the one and three, Arcus Wampus Cats travel to Roxland to take on the winless 0 and 4 Roxland Renegades. Phil, I'll let you start off. Okay, I guess I'll start. Whatever. Uh, the, the Wampus Cats running back situation is still just kind of feels like it's up in the air. I don't. I mean, although most most is he coming back this week? I don't know. He could be back. Uh, could have a good week if he comes back. Um, only thing I see though in this game that makes a big deal, I feel like it's a big deal, is that the Lions big deal. don't want to want to buy this week. <laughs> so he's gonna the Renegades are gonna have to start Cal <laughs> Allen for Matt Stafford. They actually got lucky today. that they have. I mean, not to interrupt, but they got lucky that Cal yeah, Allen gets true. the starting job now. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, he's probably not going to be that good, but yeah, uh, they get maybe ten or fifteen. But of course, Galladay and Hawkinson are out as well since the Lions are on the bye. Um, yeah, and then this... the, Ren- the Renegades also have several guys. Sorry, several guys on defense <laughs> that are questionable. So I mean, I got to go to the Wampus Cats in this one. <laughs> you know, I could just go to my phone on this. Probably make things a little bit. No, easier, this is much. This but... is much more entertaining. Go ahead. Okay. Well, this is the this is the week that everybody looks to see when the Lions have a bye, so they can hurry up and look at the KDFL schedule to see if they play Eric that week. So <laughs> this is uh, I mean, there's really not much to say here with all the Lions out. Uh, I'm going with the Wampus Cats. Yep, that's pretty much it. The KDFL lottery has. Played and it has landed on the Wampus Cats as the lucky winners of who gets to face the Roxland Alliance on their bye week. And it is uh, badly needed for uh, the Wampus Cats to get their second win. I too am going with Hurricane. Uh, right now they're a 50 point favorite. That line will come down some whenever we get these lineups set with the whatever luckless soul we're going to throw in this lineup without the lines going. So, yeah, Wampus Cats victory. Uh, next up, next up, the two and two Charleston Methadones looking to rebound over their tough loss to the Marmette Midnight Riders, taking on the Dogtown Dobermans, the other 0-4 KDFL team. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, the Methadones had a down week last week, uh, losing against a pharmacist. Um, but he's got some really good matchups this week. Um, the majority of his offensive players are um, facing 
Uh, I forgot to write down the number, so I don't remember. I think it's they don't face a top ten defense. <laughs> I think seven out of nine players, but I'll have to check on that. Um, and of course, uh, David Carr. It's a tough matchup against the Chiefs, but he should have to throw a lot, probably to keep them in that game, so he could put up some points. Um, and the Doberman's are just not scoring enough points this season, even with Josh Allen, um, who has a good matchup again. But I mean, the Methodons are going to get the win here. All right, Detroit. Yeah, I think last I think last week we heard the Doberman's was he's got a lot of you know Steelers on his team. Well, so yeah. with Big Ben and Connor not playing last week, that hurt him. So. Um, I do – I have to agree with Phil. I think the Methadones are just going to – they're just too strong this week. Uh, the matchups favor them. So, I'm definitely going with the Methadones. Um, if that – Josh Allen could do a lot against that Tennessee defense. That game could be pretty high scoring. Um, but that game's high scoring. I mean, J.J. Brown will do big things for the for the Methadones. Uh, you guys are spot on with, the, with the Carr and Jacobs getting the Chiefs and them having to score back and forth. Kareem Hunt, a much larger role in the Browns offense now with Nick Chubb out. And Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson. So as much as I would love to see Matt be the first win for the Dogtown Dermans, I am going to have to go with the oh. Charleston Methadones getting the victory here. He would freak out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's start getting to some games that we may differ on. I think we've all been consensus so far. Um, the three and one Elkview River Rats traveling to poker to take on the two and two pharmacist. Phil, take it away. Um, well, will the Elkview River Rats lose two in a row this week? That's yet to be determined. Um, real quick, do you know who has the longest streak in the league without losing two in a row? I'm Let me guess. Is it you? No, actually, the Elkview River Rats. Oh, nice. nice that week. Um, kiss of death, been- boys. Yeah, you went 29 <laughs> weeks without losing back-to-back games. Um, I oh. think it was week like week 10 of 2018, maybe something. It was a little earlier than that, I think. Impressive. Um, Impressive. Yeah, so it's <laughs> – Impressive um, myself. But uh, anyways, uh, back to the game. Um, you've got Lamar <laughs> versus the Bengals, who actually played pretty well against quarterbacks in fantasy. Um, but I also looked up – some history on Lamar versus the Bengals. His two highest rushing games in his career are both against the Bengals. Um, that was in 2018, he had 119 yards, and in 2019, he had 152 yards. So he seems to run all over the Bengals. So I expect that to happen again. Um, Carson has touchdowns in three out of four weeks. He should continue versus Minnesota. I don't see any different there. And of course, Metcalf is like a machine with four catches, 100 yards, and the touchdowns every week, it seems like. Um, I just don't think the Poker Pharmacists will have enough on their side to, to win this game. So I'm going with the River Rats to get the win here. All right. Thanks, Phil. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm not liking my team this week, to be honest. Uh, no Nick Chubb. I'm having them run out there with Joe Flacco most likely this week as my second quarterback. If not, I'm going to have to throw in like a receiver or something like that. I don't, I don't think Donald's coming back. I, I do like Carson and Jackson this week, like Phil said, and, and Metcalf. Uh, I think Brady and Evans should probably hook up a couple more times on Thursday night. 
I just I'm not liking my team this week for some reason. So I'm going with Polka. You guys are killing me. Why? <sighs> All right. All right. He's projected to beat me if you look at the. He stats is projected right to beat you by four points right now. So that's interesting. But his matchups outside of if Brady and Evans can do something on Thursday night, that's something. But he's 49 years old. Those bones need to rest. Can't go right back on Thursday night. So I don't think they're going to be so dynamic. And also a lot of people are hurt on that team. So we'll see. Um, I don't like his matchups with Miles Gaskin. He has to start Chase Edmonds. Although I do want to watch Chase Edmonds going forward. I think Drake could be in trouble of losing his job. And that could be a huge get for the pharmacist. Uh, McClory is going to have Patrick Ramsey on him. That's no go. Uh, so, just because Lamar Jackson gets the Bengals, DK Metcalf gets Minnesota, Juju gets the Eagles. It's it's just I don't know where these projections are this way, but uh, the River Rats are going to win this game. As much as I hate you, you could be right on Brady though, because uh, the Bears are giving up the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. So. But I but yeah, I could be right, but I want to be right because he's old, and it's Thursday night. Well, that's a tough. Well, I am too, right. So. I want to be right for the reasons that I am right. Okay. <laughs> well. If it happens, it's both reasons. Sorry, can't be right. Next up, <laughs> next up the three and one, the newly crowned three and one, Marmot Midnight Riders, everybody's favorite team, taking on the two and two Cross Vegas Gamblers. Phil, take it away. Well, for the Midnight Riders, uh, Bridgewater has surprisingly looked good so far this season. Um, he had 27 points last week against Arizona. He gets the Atlanta Falcons this week, who are last in fantasy points given up by quarter, to quarterbacks, uh, which is not good. So. Not good. Uh, his running back situation still worries me with uh, Latavius Murray and Rex Burkhead. Um, and Baker and Keenan Allen, though, have really tough matchups as well. Uh, and on the other side for the Cross Vegas Gamblers, he has some really good matchups. Seven of his nine offensive players are facing a, the 23rd or worst defense against that position. Um Dalvin Cook, though, has a tough matchup versus Seattle. Um, but he is a touchdown machine, though, so I think he's going to keep that up as long as they can get close to the end zone. Um, and then Wentz has just looked terrible. I mean, he's got an okay matchup, but he's just not looking good. Uh, all that being said, I, actually, I think this may come down to a stat correction game. Um, I think it's going to be close, but I'm going to go with the Gamblers this week. Detroit. Well... I'm just mad this week because the, the Marmette took me down, gave me my first loss of the season. So with that, I have to pick against them. I'm not even going to go over to the players. I don't even care about the matchups. I just automatically have to pick against them. So I'm going with the Cross Vegas Gamblers. Um, okay, we're going like like to draw some ire here from Mike after being 3-1. and one. Because I, <laughs> too, am going with the Gamblers, but for these reasons, um, obviously, the, the wide receiver or the running backs for the, the Midnight Riders are in a tough spot. Um, Keenan Allen, you would think they'd be able to focus on him, but he's been a target machine with, uh, with, with Herbert. The only thing I really like is Thielen and Cook against Seattle. Seattle's defense is terrible. Um, so yeah. Thielen should really, really be able to go off. And um, uh, the Giants will be shadowing uh, Mark Cooper, I would think, so C.D. Lamb could have a really good game. Uh, Carson Wentz, I don't like that matchup against Pittsburgh, but I do like Daniel Jones getting the Cowboys. So you can you can kind of throw it on. So uh, I am going with the Gamblers as well. Now, finally, wow. our game of the week, the 
four and oh Nightdale Dragons taking on the commissions four and oh Glasgow Gunslingers. I am gonna say that this is the deepest two teams have been undefeated in the season since two thousand twelve. Take it away, Phil. Well always making up stats. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to check on that. Detroit, can you verify that real quick? It's true. <laughs> Saw it on the I'm, air. I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking, but I'm joking. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> I really don't like most of my matchups this week. Oh, uh, we five of my nine guys. What? Go ahead. Dude, I mean, come on now. You're going to agree with everything I say here. Just, just Five of my nine offensive players face a top ten defense versus in fantasy points versus that position. Seems like Matt Ryan is getting worse for some reason. I don't know. What's going on with Matt Ryan? Like, can you tell me? Yeah, one rough game. But he's, he's, I don't know. Anyways, it seems like Phillip Rivers is also getting worse, and he was never really that good this year, so it's not good. Um, he has a good matchup, though, versus Cleveland, so maybe he can bounce back. Um, I had to start Damian Harris this week because Aaron Jones is on a bye, so great. Uh, then I have Claude Edwards Hilaire against the Vegas Raiders, though, who are last in fantasy points for running backs, so that could be a good thing. But then you go to the other side, the Gunslingers. Um, Jimmy G could be back this week. I don't know. haven't really heard much, but he could play. If he does, he gets the Dolphins, which could be a great matchup. And then Devontae Parker is looking great this season. And he somehow picked up James Robinson for $0, who is averaging 20 points a game. Yeah, I saw all that. So that's really annoying. Oh, and then I forgot. He also has Patrick Mahomes, Joe Mixon, Ezekiel Elliott, Cooper Cup, Amari Cooper, and Greg Kittle. So I think the only chance I have this week is if several of my defensive players have huge games. And by several, I mean four or five guys with like 15 to 20 points each. And that's not going to happen. So the Gunslingers are going to get the win this week, and I'm going to fall to 4 1. Troy, take it away. Yeah, I, w- I would uh, feel better about this game if Phil had Aaron Jones going, but, you know, the Packers are on a bye. Uh, the gun singers are just too strong. I think Phil touched on it. I mean, his team is just loaded. The, I think the only way that Phil can win is if a lot of his the gun singers get tested positive for COVID or something. I just don't see him pulling up the upset. It could happen to uh, So I, Yeah, that's true. He was next to Gilmore. I did see that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just don't like Phil said. I just don't not liking the matchups and not having Aaron Jones. And uh, is I guess Jamal Adams isn't playing because there's zero points next to him. So uh, yeah, I'm going with the Gunslingers. I was ready to go for the Knights. I was or the Dragons. Sorry, I saw Nightdale. I was ready to go for the Dragons. Then I saw the lack of spirit, the lack of fight, and the lack of enthusiasm for his team in a four and versus a four and matchup. I look at this. Great matchups by the by the for the commish. Whatever. Gunslingers win. Me and Phil agree on all of our picks, which is depressing as well. Um, Gunslingers win in this one, and the commish goes to five and zero. Oh. Phil, you got to rally the troops. Let's go, guys! Come on. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what I envisioned a Phil pep talk being. <laughs> all right, so that's it that's for our week. Uh, our week five predictions. Um, Detroit, go ahead and give us your luck. Oh, give us our record for your locks of the week first, and then do your whole stupid thing. Go ahead. Okay, so we all went. We all won last week. So 
you guys are finally up to 500 at two and two. Best sports betters in the biz. I'm leading everybody with a three and one record. Uh, But for this week, I can't believe I'm doing this. But I'm going to the ATL. And I'm taking Atlanta Falcons minus one and a half against Carolina. I don't like that at all. Uh, I'm going with it. I have a feeling. It's probably right, though, because the Panthers probably aren't as good as they're playing. So. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else? Well, I was just figuring you were going to sit there and yell at me for taking your Falcons. Oh, but I have no words. Anyways, that's all I have, everybody. Um, watch next week. I think we might have a special guest. That's all possible. I can say. Very special guest, if so. Possible, possible special guest. Yeah. So make sure you tune in, and everybody, Red Sox. Well, I was actually going to go to the Carolina-Atlanta game too, but I'm going to pass on that since Detroit made that pick. I was going to go to Carolina to get that out there. But uh, well, you can still go Carolina. Yeah, I feel better about Detroit's pick. No, I don't want to. I'm going to go the Titans, eight and a half, plus eight and a half versus the Bills. I think Tennessee can keep us close. I think they'll score with them. So I think I'm going to go to the Titans. So what is it, Titans and what? Titans getting eight and a half versus Buffalo. All right. Did I lose my game here? I don't see it on here. Um, okay. Well, uh, oh, Phil, tell the people how to get a hold of us. Sorry. Yeah, man. Why don't you let me do my job? Well, you Jeez. did a very, like, I'm done talking. Uh, no, Detroit was asked me a question. <laughs> All right. Uh, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at KDFL Podcast. You can follow me at Phil Ruxy. You can follow Detroit at Detroit8374. And you can send him a blooming onion on there if you want to, or free coupon or something. I don't know. You can follow Brett, our host, at Brett Still Two. Whatever. As always, you can leave us a message on Anchor, or you can call or text 901-609-KDFL. And you can also do that while we're doing the show. Usually, we do that on Wednesdays around 6:30, 6:45. So you can actually live text us if you want. Uh, maybe we can talk about it on the show. Um, just be sure to leave your name that way we know who we're talking about talking crap about um and that's all i have for you all right so my lock of the week um i don't see it on here now so i don't know if it's been taken off the board for a minute but i am going to take the Bengals and take the points of 13 and a half is what i last saw that so um if we have to if i have to adjust my pick we'll, we'll put it out there in the twitter verse but uh Bengals plus 13 and a half uh going to baltimore against the ravens um i don't trust the ravens this year as much and i think that the Bengals are much improved um, at least on the offensive attack. So they should be able to stay in some games. Um, so that's it for Jonathan Detroit Hain, for Mr. Phil Ruxy. I'm Brett Steele. This is the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast, and we will see you next week.